Hello. How you doing today? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. And how are you doing today? Oh, I'm super wonderful. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I made a mistake and hit the button to end the broadcast when you probably was coming in. (laughs) By apologies. By apologies. Yes, I was sitting here watching you at uh, Jim and I do a a glory hole. And that that, that seemed to be the thing. Please explain to everybody what a glory hole is. The glory hole is a wall that has a cutout for someone's penis. And then we put it in our mouth. That's what a glory hole is. And I'm pretty sure that whoever it was that was in that glory hole was really enjoying the both of you going to town on them. I bet they were. (laughs) (laughs) So did you do any shoots this weekend? This weekend, no. I actually have a shoot coming up today in about an hour and a half. Okay. And, and And who you'll be having the pleasure of working with? Or they have the pleasure of working with you? Uh, I'm going to work with Mr. Jay Black today. Oh, okay. 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 Shouts out to Jay Black. I'm pretty sure y'all going to have a damn banging ass scene because. Oh, I yeah. See you. We both get I, down. <laughs> yeah. I saw you. You were rock. My, I saw you. Uh, I think you were filmed with my man Rock Bundy. No, I don't think so. Oh, I thought I saw you with him. Never mind. But yeah, but I see you. <laughs> you have worked with a, a, a whole array of uh, female and male talent. How long have you been in the business? Yeah the business about three years now um mm-hmm. i started with my ex-boyfriend it didn't work out he sued me for content and one so i had to start all Ooh. over yeah i started all over uh 13 months ago good that well, we will talk about that one second let me do my particulars and then we can of get course. this thing on the road hello everybody and welcome to the smokers lounge here on anchor the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcast all you got to do is download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm and start podcasting today just get yourself a profile i'm your host kavanaugh the seven champ aka the porn rap star y'all know the drill go to allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star to check out all my porn content all my music, as well as follow me on social media. We are sponsored by the Facebook of the LS community. I'm talking about LSworld.com. Go there today, get yourself a profile, and you might find yourself uh, a place to actually experience a glory hole. <laughs> so, go there. so go there, get a profile, interact with other kink-minded people like yourself, and also they have a list of events you might could attend to mingle with kink-minded people like yourself. So go to the Facebook of the LS community, lsworld.com, get a profile and start your adventure in the lifestyle today. We're also a proud member of the GW District Black Podcast Network. I'm talking about over 20 podcasts giving you the black experience. Plus, while you're over there at GW District, get your shopping done. When you have the chance to buy from over a thousand black retailers, I'm talking about beauty, fashion, health, books, jewelry, you name it, they got it. So go to shopgwdistrict.com. Buy black, support black businesses, build the black economy so we can create generational wealth. Ma'am, go ahead. I'm going to step out of the way and let you introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. I'm Bella Love. Um, I'm a fairly newish up-and-coming talent. Mm-hmm. If you don't know about me, check me out on Twitter. Rod one. Mm-hmm. And she is gorgeous. <laughs> she <laughs> is gorgeous. My first time I picture, I was like, oh my God. Ooh. I'm like, I hate I had retired, God dang it. But oh, uh, you're so, funny. <laughs> so so with your boyfriend, what happened to him suing you? How how did how did that all go down? 
Uh, well, we started, um, we started filming together. Um, we made a whole lot of content. I was not aware of the rules for paperwork. So mm-hmm. we had gotten paperwork, but he had all of them on file at his house. So when I went to court, he had possession of the paperwork. So oh. Keep your paperwork, y'all. Like, for real, keep your paperwork. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of these girls that break the bitches don't understand the importance of the paperwork. It's so I, important. I, yeah, because they'll sit here and shoot with the the, the the mailman, the little boyfriend, or Johns, what have you. And then when these platforms change up their rules to where they want that paperwork and they want certain types and right. certain way, you, you know, the ID, they don't have it. And then they end up losing a shitload of content and money. Because they didn't do their due diligence about finding about paperwork. Yeah, I think I lost something like fifty-eight scenes. So whoa, that's yeah. a lot. <laughs> it was drastic. <laughs> Most definitely. So you say you started the business with your boyfriend. How did y'all mm-hmm. decided to start doing this? Well, we well, were yeah. lifestyle first um, in Portland, Oregon. I mm-hmm. have been part of the- for probably like seven years. Um, <laughs> He was kind of into the cuckold thing and would find uh, men to come and have sex with me so we could watch. And mm-hmm. then we started recording, and that's how it started. Oh, most definitely. So with the lifestyle, um, how young were you when you got into the lifestyle? Uh, you, you want me to give away my age now? Um, okay, <laughs> you just say, well, you know, when I was much younger... Right. Yeah, I was uh, I was probably in my early thirties when I started the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Okay, no doubt. And how, what was your first experience in it? Uh, my first experience to a swingers party um, at uh, a club in Portland called um, what was that club? Uh, I think it was. Uh, oh my goodness. I'm blanking on the name of the club now. Yeah. I remember the name of the club, but I went to a swingers party at this club and uh, we walked in the building. We were there maybe like four minutes and met somebody to play with. And mm-hmm. I was sprung after that. Like, I was like, okay, this is where it's at. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. So after the break with your boyfriend, the whole situation, how did you pivot after that? Um, I just decided to rebrand. I changed my name, my whole, uh, everything. I got on Twitter, started reaching out to other content creators. Um, and then I got lucky, uh, the cinematographer got a hold of me and said mm-hmm. that he would do a professional shoot for me, um, mm-hmm. where I met with, uh, Chris Cardio and mm-hmm. he did my first shoot, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah from there so when you with your first shoot going into it you know what was your emotional state when you walked into that first shoot i was super excited like i was just <laughs> ready to do it <laughs> excited. most definitely most definitely so since then you have uh started your own company for what i could see I um and everything and and what steps did you take to start your company um, I started an LLC in Oregon. Um, I had to fill out a bunch of 
can pay a bunch of money um, and register my LLC. Mm-hmm. Bella Bella Productions. And, so, and, and why was that important to LLC your company so people can understand? I, for me, um, it was because of the trauma I went through with my previous content. I wanted to make sure that nobody could come and take anything from me again. Mm-hmm. I LLC'd my business right away. Most definitely, most definitely. So, with 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 your shoots, um, when how how do you choose the male talents that you work with, especially for your content trades? Um, you know, at first I would work with whoever would work with me. Um, mm-hmm. you know, when I was first starting out. Now, um, I'm I'm pretty picky. I have a good network of people that I already work with. I don't. Mm-hmm ton of content trade anymore mm-hmm. um just because like I, I don't feel like i need to so <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> um i choose them generally off twitter i see who they've worked with i look mm-hmm. at some of their content if it looks like something that you know i would put out then i'll hit them up mm-hmm. a lot of times i get contacted though i don't really have to search for talent to work with mm-hmm. most definitely so with you saying that, um, what do you look for in the male talent to sit there and say, yo, I'm definitely going to do content trade with them? Uh, they got to be handsome, men, uh, big dicks. <laughs> okay. It's not that I won't work with white men, but they, they definitely got to be packing and have a good mm-hmm. following and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'd, I pick them like looks, honestly. If they look like mm-hmm. somebody I want to get down with, <laughs> yeah. but then I talk to them and I find out if they have a good personality because, you know, everybody who looks good does not have a nice personality. And I True. won't work with anybody who's rude or disrespectful in any way. Yeah, because um, the reason why I add that, cause a lot of guys, you know, come to me and say, well, you know, how do I approach a lady to shoot content or approach a lady to work with her. And that's why I ask you ladies. So guys that listening to this podcast can understand this is how you approach these ladies. You supposed to approach them a certain way, a professional type way, you know, period. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Professionalism is everything to me. If you come to me and you just say, hi, you're super fine. I want to shoot content. I'm not even going to acknowledge that, that mm-hmm. message. You know, um, if you come to, to me and say, so my name is so-and-so. Um, I'm either a new or an established creator. Uh, you can check out my page here. I would love to collaborate with you. Then, okay, I'll talk. The more professional the more likely you are to get a shoot with me, though. See, see you heard that. You heard that first from me. <laughs> so <laughs> I call this pre-care, which anybody that knows the BDSM, lifestyle know about pre-care and right. aftercare and if um please give people some of the things that male talent and producers can do to help you relax and be and get prepared mentally and emotionally for the scene that you're about to do you know good conversation is super important to me I need people who are gonna um you know talk to me get to know me a little bit um and and it's like boundaries, each of our boundaries, do's and don'ts, those kind of things are important. Um, mm. I don't know. 
just communication, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, because no one ever talks about discussing the boundaries before a scene. And I want you to speak to the importance of of explaining why you should tell people your boundaries, whether you're a man or a woman, before a scene. Well, it's super important because if you don't say your boundaries, then the person you're working with doesn't know. So, Mm -hmm. you know, say uh, you're be seen and there might be some you know breath play or some some hard smacking but I don't like to get it in my face so you mm-hmm. gotta say that you know if there's something you really really don't like tell them if there's something you really really do like tell them it's important because yeah because a lot of times I've been in situations where girls get in the scene and he does something and he just turn the scene completely off Right. And person with a with, with with a man, a woman might he might not like his ass touch and she makes him eat and she touches his ass. Right. She ain't over. You know what I'm saying? So I think that a lot of times people don't realize that porn stars, we have boundaries. We <laughs> and 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 we need to express them on set. If not, then we have trigger beef. <laughs> that's, that's the truth. That is the truth. So moving in the industry uh, so far, um, have you ran into any shady characters, bad situations? I know everyone had their their, their horror stories. Oh, no. Up until this week, actually, I hadn't had any problems. This Mm -hmm. week, I had a gentleman try to pass off some fake tests. Um, Yes, I was about that. Yeah, I caught it because it just... It just didn't seem right. The night before he had tried to send me tests that were months old. And I told him, this isn't going to work. Like any recent tests. So then mm-hmm. he's like, Oh my bad. Let me send you the right ones. And then mm-hmm. I didn't hear from him the rest of the night. And then first thing in the morning, he going to send me a talent test, but I'm looking mm-hmm. at it and I'm like, this doesn't look right. So mm-hmm. I had my friend scan it and sure enough, the talent ID didn't match. So mm-hmm. It was a fraud. And, and 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 I was having this conversation with somebody about that. Um, what I don't get is that, and like I was telling somebody, I said, there's females that would shoot with you with a health department test. Right. You don't have to go through all that. And to me, how many people really verify the TTS test when the guys show them that? Because some people just take it as face value. Well, how see, important the is to verify? Is- this is the difference. Now, if they log on to their account right in front of you and they yeah. show you their TTS, that's that's legit because they had to log in. It's on the site. If mm-hmm. they send a picture, that's when you got to be a little bit sketchy. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, because a picture when you can just log in. That's weird. Or, or even better, they send you the email. You can forward the email. Right. <laughs> right. Excuse me, I'm just smoking. So, no <laughs> so you being in the lifestyle being a swinger how did it made it an easier transition moving to porn uh, well I just you know I got my extra freaky on and I, I got desensitized to having sex in front of people so mm-hmm. that's how it was easy for me to transition because basically when I'm on set it's the same thing as when I was swinging mm-hmm and getting down at these parties. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. So you say you do limited content trade. Um, 
Because, how can I put this? With limited content trade, please explain to them why you're doing limited content trade. Is it because you're trying to, how can I put this? You're a little bit more pickier who you're going to work with, or is it because you just got so much content that really, you you you, you can really pick and choose when you really want to do the content trade? Right. It's a little bit of both, honestly. I have a lot okay. of back, a backlog content, but then a certain standard of male talent that I'll work with. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to work with anybody. Um, I also, if it's going to be trade, I prefer that their name is bigger than mine. I'm not going to trade mm-hmm. with anybody who's new. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's where oh, we're at. So why would you not trade with anyone that's new? Just out of curiosity. So you can explain that. So people can understand that. Um, my reason being is because usually when somebody's just getting into the business, whoever they work with is boosting their name so they get more popular. Mm-hmm. My career where my name isn't really big enough to boost anybody very much, but mm-hmm. I can most definitely get boosted by working with other people who are more established than myself. Yeah, see, yeah, because a lot of people don't realize, too, when you deal with somebody new, it's it's a fifth. It's it's not. I can't even say it's a fifty-fifty, because one, he may not perform properly, right? Because he's never been in front of the camera. So you're taking that risk, and and like you said, you might end up blowing him up, and then he'll never come back and grab you. Right. Exactly. Pretty much. Yeah. I do. I do work with new talent. I have a small fee to work with new talent anything large i don't you know i'm not greedy i'm not out here to try to make money off of anybody but at the same time i had to pay to work with some talent when i was coming up and so mm-hmm. you know it's just how it goes now if you say you pay with some talent i did i i like that the reason why because i always said this men we get the short end of the stick all the time right in this business please explain to the people why you paid your male talents why you get paid the mail tax that you work with? Well, bottom line, their name is just bigger than mine, and they deserve some compensation for helping build me up. Mm-hmm. And plus, on top of that, you know it's a guaranteed scene. Exactly. It's a guaranteed yeah. scene. It's a guaranteed sale. If they have a good name, I'm <clears> definitely <throat> going to sell it. So, yeah. Yeah, because it's kind of funny. It's like, that's what I, I find interesting, because you see girls that do not pay mail talent. And will beg mail time to travel to them or, or even more, make them put up money to bring them to them. But yeah. if 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 he was willing to come to her or what have you, she won't give him a sandwich. She won't yeah, help him crazy. with the travel or the hotel. What do you think about that? I, I don't like that. I think it needs to be equal on both sides. You know, women are always speaking this equal rights and they want to be treated equal. Well, we need to treat the men equal, too, if that's how it's going to be. You can't have it both ways. You can't have feminism and a uh, damsel in distress. Yeah. No, no. Preach. Speak more. Speak more. I want the women <laughs> to hear this shit. I want the women to hear this shit. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I just feel like, uh, you know, we're all equal out here. If you want to work with somebody who has name than you, you, you got to accommodate. Like, period. You got to accommodate. Yeah. God, I remember I, I saw a girl tweeted. She was like, I guess she was staying up in Maine. She like, no one wants to come up here and shoot with me. And this, this, this. And she had a big name. And I said, right. well, I was thinking to myself, well, let's look at it. I got to travel to you, 
cop the hotel, bring my equipment, which taking advantage, which which taking the 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 chance of my shit getting damaged, because we all know how they treat, you know, what I'm saying luggage when it comes oh, to the yeah. train, the plane, and the bus, you know. Right. And then on top of that. Am I going to get the amount of content that I want to get with you while I'm there? Because right. a lot of girls shoot multiple times like that. And sometimes yeah. guys, you know, can you speak to that? I I personally am one of those people. Uh, if somebody is coming out of their way to see me to shoot content wherever I'm at, then they're guaranteed to get at least three scenes. Mm-hmm. I just I just think that's fair. You shouldn't, you know. I don't know. I though I could I could shoot with like fifteen people and still be working. That's me. I I, I can shoot six times in a day like it ain't nothing. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But I be hearing some of these male tasks only go twice a day. I'm sitting there like, dude, I'm used to. We done shot forty five minutes, take an hour break, we back to it. Y'all motherfuckers take shoot in the morning, then gotta wait till about eight o'clock at night to shoot again. Oh man, man, I hate that. I'm like, y'all need to go eat some protein or drink some muscle milk or something. What is going on? No, i tell you what it is. The problem is women have shamed men for taking pills and doing certain enhancement to help them stay hard. Can you please speak to the importance of a man staying hard on fucking camera and why there's not a You know, there should be no stigma taking anything. Just like women sometimes got to use lube Men sometimes need a little help to keep the dick hard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And is we aren't always attracted to our co-stars. So that can affect that too. You know, mm-hmm. like maybe I'm not his type. Yeah. That's okay. Take that little blue pill and let's get it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it like even with, with me, uh, I've done scenes where, you know what I'm saying, I won't get attracted to the lady. But I but I banged that scene out. And right. part of it was I went to the side store and got myself that them two red pills. Mm-hmm. Had sex with aggression. <laughs> and popped that motherfucker in and did my business. Uh, dude, also another contention is when a guy busts early or busts quick. How do you handle that on set? Uh, you know, I've only had that happen once, but what we did was we continued to fake the same cream pie and then we just kept it moving Mm -hmm. and the angles on the camera were just not necessarily showing the penetration. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, We kept it going for another little while. So at least it looked like we got a full scene. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and see, y'all people don't realize that sometimes we could take the pop shot, put it at the end if you play your cards right. Yep, That's sure can. And a lot of guys feel upset because they came too fast. They don't understand. It's not about coming fast; it's about getting back up. Yes. Yes, that that's the most important it, for me. If a man comes too fast, if if he can get it back up, I'm happy. You know, take yeah. a little break, drink some it out and then yeah let's do this again and plus people don't realize a scene there's no straight structure for a scene like I'd have had scenes where I had two pop shots in it because I right. was like I can't quit but then I was like well damn the shit was so hot do I really want to because I ended up popping again 
And it was like a 30 minute scene. I said, do I really want to cut this? No, I want to keep this. I think it's hot that you got two pops in my Oh opinion. yeah, that that's amazing. I love when somebody can pop more than once in, in one scene. Yeah, because to me, that shows the skills of the woman. Yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> Most definitely. So, to you, um, I see that you take pride in your look. And you make, and, 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 and Princess Gemini, as well as uh, the whole crew that you run with, please mm-hmm. speak to the importance of image and looking your best on camera and and how, and why that actually helps you make more money versus if you did the opposite. Well, I mean, nobody wants to see somebody that, that looks like uh, they just rolled out of bed. That's just not sexy. <laughs> it's important to, to make sure that, you know, you're always um, keeping up to those beauty standards, whatever they may be for you, because everybody's different. Mm-hmm. I won't for a second say that, you know, needs to do their hair and makeup every single time but whatever their brand is for me it's a little more natural i wear Mm -hmm. very very little makeup and my hair is usually natural Mm -hmm. um you know it's just it's important to stick with your brand and and do what you do and not look like uh you're homeless because your hair is all messed up and (laughs) all that (laughs) yeah which is interesting great segue speak upon branding in adult film how did you come up with of course, well, you told me how you came up with your name, but your image, your the company, the whole brand, how did you come up with it? What was the influence of it? For me, I am just very genuine. My brand and everything is 100% who I am on a daily basis. So mm-hmm. I like to keep it really fun and playful and happy. I'm always smiling and laughing. It's, it's just whatever, whatever the brand is, you got to stay with that. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. So, um, how important it is to stay on brand. I think it's very, Mm -hmm. um, I just think that like when you go off brand, it confuses your, your fan base and people be like, well, what's going on here? (laughs) So, Yeah, you want to stick with that branding. Whatever you choose, that's what you're mm-hmm. doing. Unless you decide to rebrand, which mm-hmm. I did before. Um, I was before I was Bella Love. I was Baby Girl Bella. I did a lot of age play, um, um, BDSM type scenes. Mm-hmm. So um, I haven't really done any of those since then. But so, so, so you are you into the BDSM lifestyle? I am pretty much. And your place is a, is a sub? Um, yeah, I'm a switch. I okay, can do okay. both, but I lean more towards submissive. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm playing with women, and then I'm more dominant. Duh. I figure you're going to be the dominant. Because most submissive, it went with, if they're bisexual, they're submissive to the man, but dominant with the woman. Yes. So it's always that's been exactly my wife, I, I can tell that. My wife, she's submissive. To a man, but she she dominated with a woman. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, you're gonna do what I say. <laughs> yeah, so so with that, um the scenes that you come up with, the ideas, you know, for the scenes, how do you come up with the ideas for your scenes to keep variety and different spice coming on your site? You know, I, I'm weird. I generally like go on the day unless I have like a scene planned out far ahead of time, like that I wanted to be doing. 
Mm-hmm. Just meet up with the talent and see how we vibe and then and then come up with the scene on the fly. Whatever mm-hmm. I'm gonna do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, no doubt. So shoot, so other than like the hardcore, the BDSM, what other fetish videos and fetishes are you into and that you do and you offer? Oh man, I'm pretty open uh to most fetishes, honestly. I don't wanna do any like water sports or real like bodily fluid and, and that kind of stuff. I'm not into that. Okay. But <laughs> I could do some, you know, some impact uh, bondage, some I mean, gosh. There is it's more easy. It'd probably be easier me too. It'd probably be easier for you for me to tell you what I'm not into, honestly, because I have a mm-hmm. range of kink. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's what I'm talking about. So now with that being <laughs> said, um, on the personal life type of situation, um many many of us run to misconceptions from fans, our own our own brothers and sisters in the in the business as well as in relationships and trying to find relationships. What's some of the misconceptions that you ran into on any of those scales? And is it hard to find love as a sex worker? You know, well, because it, go ahead. For for me, I've I've been married for fifteen years. So mm-hmm. um my husband was with me before I got into the sex work industry. Um, he's totally supportive of it, uh, though he doesn't have anything to do with it. He doesn't come around when I'm working. Nobody knows who he is, really. Okay. Uh, I do also date, though, because we're poly, so mm-hmm. uh, we have a very open relationship. So I currently have a boyfriend as well. Yeah, she got uh, a man and a boyfriend, and you probably got a girlfriend, you. too. <laughs> I don't at this moment, but I'm not opposed to it at all. <laughs> By the way, ladies, I like BBWs. I don't like skinny girls. I don't like girls my size. You got to be big. <laughs> I want to rub on them rolls. <laughs> oh, I did. Y- y- y'all have fun with my wife then. <laughs> <laughs> you probably would. <laughs> she is uh, M Cups. Oh, my gosh. M Cups, yeah. She, no, she was in the business. She uh, oh, cool. she worked with Busted Baby Doll Benny Magazines, all that, so. Yeah, but um, yeah, because um, cause a lot of people feel like you can't find love in this business. Like I met my wife through this business, mm-hmm. and I want to show people that no, we are. Some of us are married. Yeah, Not everybody's totally. single in this business, you know, and everything. And speaking about the poly, um, how is it being in a poly helps with you being in this business because. One, because you in a poly, that means that the jealousy is completely taken out of the picture. Right. Yeah. There. I mean, don't get me wrong. With poly relationships, there's still jealousy, but it's yeah. more envy. It's more envy than jealousy. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, mm-hmm. of course, sometimes my husband is a little. I'm traveling off to wherever for two mm-hmm. weeks with whatever male talent to make a ton of content. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, not. Um, the really important thing is open communication in a mm-hmm. poly relationship, and and especially when you're in the adult industry, you gotta mm-hmm. just talk about things, be open, be honest, never ever lie to your partner about what you're doing. And mm. then it's good. Okay, now since we talked about that, I had a I had a show where I talked about 
the threesome rules, okay? Mm -hmm. And I can have this conversation with you. What's the thing a woman must take into account? Well, anybody or a couple take into account before they start doing threesomes, get to the swing of lifestyle and the whole nine. What need to be in place for that successful? successful? Oh, you know, just you have to talk about it first, about the boundaries and the rules, because if you don't discuss what each of your boundaries are during a session, somebody's going to do the wrong thing and then they're mm. going to be mad. My husband and I don't have successful threesomes. Yeah. <laughs> he, he gets focused on the other girl sometimes because we've been together, you know, a long time. He knows what my body does. So if yeah. I bring a new girl, sometimes he'll be more interested in her and that hurts my feelings and then I'm mad. So yeah, we we don't do that. <laughs> are, you in, are you into women? I am, yeah. Okay, okay. that is interesting because I always felt that and one of the things that had to be in place for a threesome was that the woman had to be into women because it kind of helps close the gap, per se. Yeah, it's definitely better for that because you know what? It's a lot of pressure for a man to be with two women. Honestly, yeah. if, if the woman's not taking up some of the slack, it can get it can get hard for him. And not only that is that you you. You too busy munching, worrying about what he's doing with her, but so much because you're getting something out of it also versus exactly. you're doing it for him and you sitting here watching him get it in and they might have chemistry that you and him don't necessarily have, maybe because she's new to the situation. Yeah, that part. Yeah. 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 It was always a problem when we brought new women. So we don't play together anymore. We definitely play separate. <laughs> How did that conversation came up? I got that. I think it was, uh, we had this girl who, from for like nine months, she lived in the house, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. She and I started to not really get along. And him and go. her started to kind of get closer. And, mm -hmm. and that didn't work. I was upset, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then he said he actually said he was like you know I don't think I want to do that anymore we should just play separate and I was like you're right <laughs> you're <laughs> absolutely right <laughs> like, nah, but see yeah because if the two women if they don't mix it ain't gonna work right. that's why I always say the woman should pick the woman or even the man if their man brought in Right. In but you know what? Sometimes things change because I brought that woman in. She was there for me. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then and then things just change. When you when you live with people, relationships develop and things get different. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I always told my wife, I said, we get a girlfriend or a unicorn. No, she cannot live here with us. Dad she had her mm -hmm. own place. Yeah, definitely. That's yeah, that's but advisable. <laughs> Yeah, because it's funny when I watch like the sister wives, I'm like, the wife, the main wife can't get mad if the guy develops something with the new wife because she's around all the time. Right. So it kind of, you you kind of like my man Jim Cornette like to say, shouts out to him, uh, booked yourself into a corner. Right. Because yeah, my grandma exactly. said you never had another woman come cooking your kitchen kitchen because that man might want something to eat. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so even with that, it had like you said, it has to be some type of boundary or understanding, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Now we just our our rules are we don't bring our partners home. We see mm -hmm. them separately and away from our house. And 
Yeah. And, and the beauty of that is, like I said, it's that what's where I want to use lack of insecurity. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I told people, I said, the biggest problem is, is that men got to get over the hump of another man fucking his woman. But what men don't understand is it's not a woman can give that pussy away a million times. She ain't gonna give away that heart and mind, but so many times. No, exactly. Exactly. Because my thing is there is no dick in the world that's gonna be better than the love and the and the time that my husband has put into this marriage. And so mm-hmm. it did take him a while to realize that. Like at first we only played with females. Until he really got comfortable with the idea that, look, if I'm sleeping with somebody else, that love you. That doesn't mean mm-hmm. I'm going to pop up and leave you tomorrow for this dude. It doesn't mean any of that because they can't love me the way he does. Mm-hmm. And that's why I told people, I said monogamy is actually mental, but us as society made it a physical thing. Right. Right. That gets on my nerves. I feel like monogamy is toxic, honestly. Yeah. I don't I think the expectation that one person can be your everything for the rest of your life is a lot of pressure and it's really not fair to anybody. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm a, a strong anti monogamous uh, <laughs> advocate. <laughs> no, come out there is this. You can be monogamous and yet be in a poly relationship. Right. You can be monogamous and yet be in a swinger relationship. It's right. what people don't realize is First of all, cheating is, I didn't know you was doing that. That's one. Two, also that you're not developing an emotional and soulful relationship that is going to overtake what you already have. That is right. what monogamous is. Is that, yes. yeah, I might, we, we might swing, we might fuck other people. But they don't take precedent over what we have. Do you speak to that? Right. Right. Yeah. If, if my husband needs me, it doesn't matter where I'm at or what I'm doing or who I'm with. I'm there for him. Mm-hmm. To me, is is what a relationship, at least a marriage, should be. Um, there is no man that comes before my husband in, in any circumstance. So, okay. yeah, that's okay. super important. <laughs> Most definitely. So, um. The industry lately, the trend has been content parties and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of content parties? And and um, what's some of your experiences with it? Cause I know I know motherfuckers do this shit out there in Vegas like it ain't nothing. As right. well as in Florida. Yeah, I've been to three content parties now, and uh, I really, I really like content parties. I think it's fun to get to spend a few days with a. a talent and get to know build relationships film content um i'm a fan i really like it i Mm. have heard though that there's been some problems because everybody who throws a content party isn't necessarily diligent about checking tests and ids Mm. and all that stuff so Mm. yeah i just have gotten to the point where i'm checking everybody's test myself like Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if the person who's running the party has seen it i want to see it but you supposed to do that. It, 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 right. it, you can't just go off the, the, the party runner's word. I'm like, no, no, I need right. to see too. <laughs> but some, some people will just be like, oh, well, they said you're good. good. Mm-hmm. And that's so, scary. <laughs> which goes to my point of separating personal from business. 
Because a lot of people have a hard time doing that in this business. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, I I had uh, wanted to date this porn star back a year ago. Mm-hmm. And we worked together a little bit. And he was like, I guess he had had bad, uh, bad circumstances with somebody who dated that was in the industry before. So that really, like tainted our relationship like he wasn't down Mm -hmm. to go any further because he was worried about that so like in the Mm -hmm. industry i think maybe if you're gonna date a fellow porn star maybe not work with him on camera i don't know Mm -hmm. i I can't really say 100 percent, but i just feel like if i hadn't worked with him on camera we -hmm. may have been able to go farther now i think what it is is problem one we love to bring old baggage to new shit Right. As people. And two, I think in that situation, <clears throat> the best way I can put it is this. If you already are an insecure person outside of the porn business, you're going to bring that to the porn business. Right. So to me, that had nothing to do with you. Even if you had worked with him, it would it, it, even if you hadn't worked with him, it still would have been the same because some guys just cannot date people in their, their their field right? because they know how the field works and they know that they honestly cannot handle dating somebody that's in the field with them. Right, <laughs> right. So, so to you, which, which is better, dating outside or dating in? Um, gosh, I don't, I maybe dating outside because my current boyfriend's a photographer. He is not talented. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe I think dating outside of the industry is better for me, personally. Mm-hmm. Because I always say that celebrities act like they can't date a regular person. But that person. Date a regular person. like Just like I said, my husband is completely anonymous. Nobody knows who he is, what he looks like, none of that. And I love it that way. And what do they give you when you come home from, from, a, day, from a day out? Um, I generally, honestly, when I work, I travel to Las Vegas and I live mm-hmm. in Portland, Oregon. He doesn't usually mm-hmm. see me uh, after I've been working. Okay. Now, because to me, I it gives you normalcy. Right. Because somebody yeah. that is not in the industry, so you can tell them about it and it gives you that escape from the industry. Yes, exactly. When I go home, I am a wife and a mother and uh funny i'm a grandmother too so that's what i do when i'm at home yeah oh no i don't understand that no most definitely so so um what you got going on moving forward um just making more content i'm going to be doing a lot more traveling this year um Mm -hmm. i'm hoping to make it over to the east coast and work with some of the talent that's been hitting me up from there so yeah, 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 just building. You hit, you hit New York. I already knew that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely be to New York this year. <laughs> Most definitely, yeah, yeah. Look up my man, shoot her, and my man Armic Armic Yeah, I can't even say his right name. Armic Armistice. Uh, they're good talent up there in New York. Trust me, you enjoy it. They talent tested. Shoot her is a great producer. You know what I'm saying? Wonderful. So, yeah. that, if you ever hit Atlanta, hit up my man Samaj. And, oh um, yeah, he actually hit me up today. I really yeah. want to work with him, but I leave in a week and I'm not going to get retested right now. So yeah. I didn't, I'm missing out on that 
opportunity. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, because people don't realize it's good to connect and network because it helps build your net worth. Exactly. Exactly. I want to be friends with everybody that I can be friends with in the industry. I want to know all the producers, all the porn stars, rather I work with them or not. I'm looking for, for friends, community, porn family right now. Mm-hmm. And how important is it, is, is it to have that? I think it's important because uh, of the moral support. And sometimes you need advice, you know. Uh, uplifting or or pushing towards your goal and other people in the industry can give you that whereas somebody mm-hmm. outside the industry maybe don't know what to say true that and also I see you've been mentored also how important being mentoring in this business um, I think it's it's super important uh, new talent needs help from established talent so that we don't mess things up you know, like yeah. uh, there's a lot of mistakes that can be made um, that you, you don't even really think about. But um, mentoring, I think, is super important. I wish that more established content creators would reach out to more new content creators so that we could have a uniform system of how we work. Because mm-hmm. right now we don't have anything that's really, you know, everybody does their own thing, kind of. Mm-hmm. And I think there should be like salt. This is what we do. This is what we don't mm-hmm. do. And then, yeah, mentoring. <laughs> but see, because porn and sex was being normalized, and anybody can get in it, that's part of the problem. Right, exactly. Yeah, because then you can't filter. You know, yeah. period. That's why I said, like, it used to be a time where when girls got the business, they went looking for a producer. Now they're looking for a phone. Right. Yep. <laughs> exactly. And, and people understand the importance of that producer because that producer, like in the case of the guy that get the fake test, he would have filtered that out to where it wouldn't even touch you women. Right. Exactly. That's the other thing. I feel like uh, these producers have been sleeping on me. I really haven't worked with many producers. The only producer I've worked with that has been down to shoot my stuff has been the cinematographer. Mm-hmm. Buddy Jacob Styles. Uh, those mm-hmm. are the only people who have wanted to work with me, and I'm understand because my content is fire. So, but see, the thing of it is, hit me up. Oh yes, please hit her up because she got some fire content, and I'll say it now. I, if I was not retired, I'd be trying my damnedest guy to Vegas to shoot with her. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think what it is is because you've been in Vegas. I think you have better luck on the East Coast. Right, yeah, because, I think so as well. Because I'm thicker. I'm not necessarily a skinny girl, but I'm mm-hmm. either. And right now in Vegas, the BBWs are winning. So, <laughs> uh, see, that's what I'm saying. So it's and which is crazy because a couple of years ago it wasn't like that. Right. Yeah, I'm loving this transition though. I think that natural bodies should be getting all the attention. Not yeah. that I have anything against um, surgically enhanced bodies because I want to get I want to get a, a Brazilian butt lift. I'm not even lying, but <laughs> you know I just think these natural, especially bigger women. I'm loving the energy that's coming out and the uh, and the fan W's are getting. I love it. Yeah. So I've told people I said the industry is starting to catch up to what the fans known for a decade. Right. That BBWs make money, you yeah. know. Period. And the other thing I wanted to ask you because of your look, 
you can span different ethnicities. Do you take advantage of that in your videos? I do. I do. I don't really tell a whole lot of people what my actual ethnicity is. I like them to have a fantasy and make me whatever they want me to be. Mm. Good night. Well, it seems I could have been with you. <laughs> God. Shit, I would have had you playing a little white girl to a goddamn Arab. It, it would have been that serious. Yeah, all of that, yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. So tell everybody where they can find you on the net. Uh, you can find me at BellaBellaProductions.com. Also on Twitter, BellaBellaProd1. OnlyFans, also BellaBellaProd1. Uh, gosh, I have a mini vids, but you can get that from going to my website. And on now actually <laughs> i shut down my other oh i'm on set life bella love zero one okay are you doing any any content parties coming up um no i'm getting ready to go home i'm done with this this round of work just have okay. like three more shoots and i'm out say no more say no more so life is a learning experience what's the point of the experience you haven't learned anything smoke that over thank you for coming by bella thank you for having me and you will be coming back. All right. I would love that. Say no more. You take care. You too.